Hey, y'all, in NFL Week 8, the Packers won without Devontae Adams. The Cowboys won without Dak Prescott. Two top teams showed they could take out a quality opponent even when they're not at full strength. Well, now it's Week 9 of the 2021 season. And if the Titans and Saints are going to remain as true contenders, they have to show us that they can win without Derrick Henry and without Jameis Winston. Welcome to the November 3rd Father, Son, and Holy Sport Weekly Podcast. I'm G-Man from Columbus, Ohio. That's my man, T-Money, out there in 49er country, San Francisco. What's up, T? What's going on, G-Man? A lot of injuries, but a lot of guys coming back from IR, too. So it's going to be interesting as we get to the halfway point of this NFL season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like my Mike friggin' White background, man? I'm telling you, watch right. out for what Mike White. Yeah. Hey, we got, we're going to talk about Mike and a bunch of other stuff. Jam-packed show for all you fans out there. We love you, fans. And we got some big picks for you. We've delivered on you on the show. G-Man's now 14-4 and four on the year against the spread, man. Hey, and how about the fantasy managers? You check out our fantasy podcast yet? 15-minute fantasy show team money and i father son and holy sport go six and oh last week on our hot and cold dfs picks man look at our fantasy show wherever you wherever you go and listen to your podcast check us out at father son and holy sport we got the t ross shogun chant coming for you live in another five minute separate podcast look for that too this week team money sending a warning out to one of the afc leaders Hey, and one of our fun segments of the show is the Trivia of the Week, where we try to stump T-Money. Here's this week's question. Are you ready, T-Money? Yeah. Okay, we use college football for the Trivia of the Week. Question in college football this week. We had the college football rankings announced this week. Hey, tell me, based on the history now of six years of the college football playoffs, what's the chance? The percent chance that those initial top four teams that they pick actually end up in the playoff. You got to guess within 10 percentage points. Okay. okay. What's the percent chance those top four actually end up in the playoffs? Hey, y'all, if you like what you're seeing every week, press the like and subscribe. We're all over the place. Just look for us where you listen to podcasts. Look for our name at Father, Son, and Holy Sport. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to click that like and smash that subscribe button as well. Let's dive into the Ross rundown now. Cowboys had a big win versus Minnesota this week, G-Man. But Dak Prescott wasn't playing. Mr. Cooper Rush played in his first ever start, and they upset the Vikings. Shocking, but great win. What did the Cowboys prove to you after that? Well, the same thing that they proved to me last year, that they cannot win without Dak. They're not going to win this thing with Cooper Rush. Okay, they got that victory. They did, but they're not going to make it all the way to the promised land, which is where they want to be without Dak Prescott. That's what I learned, man. I don't know. I think I learned a lot more that this is an elite team. I think that if Dak Prescott comes back, I trust the Cowboys now than I ever have in the Dak Prescott era. I'm saying without Dak. Yeah, I agree with that. Gary, no one's winning a Super Bowl with Cooper Rush, okay? Well, that's what I said. We, we can all agree with, on that. I'm saying, what'd you learn about the Cowboys if Dak's back? <laughs> I'm saying well, they are Super Bowl favorites. 
They might be atop my board as Super Bowl favorites here. They have a playmaker at every single position. Their yeah. receiving core is elite. Their running backs are elite. Their quarterback's elite when Dak's in there. Their O-line's elite. Their D-line with Michael Parsons is elite now. They have a lot of great uh, linebackers with Van Der Esch in there. Now they got Diggs on the back end who's leading the league in interceptions. They have a playmaker at every position. And to win that game without your starting quarterback with a guy who's never had a start in the NFL, that proved a lot to me. Yeah, well, I agree with everything you just said, but your big asterisk that you put on there was if Dak's there. And I'm just saying, Dak has been a question mark the last couple of years. This guy keeps getting injured, and if he gets an injury, this team's not going to make it, man. I agree with you there. I actually think that they could still make the playoffs, though, because of how bad the uh, NFC they got a big lead. So they got a big I, lead. I actually yeah, they, think they can make the playoffs. They could probably make the playoffs. Yeah. Hey, Denver plays at Dallas. Dallas favored by 10 this weekend, Sunday at 1 o'clock. Denver at Dallas. They're favored by 10. They should get that victory. Let's stay in the NFC. Let's go to the south. Let's talk about Arizona. The Cardinals were undefeated. They lose one. T-Money, do you still trust them? I think I feel a little bit better about them. I mean, it seemed like the Packers controlled most of that game. Um, and to lose that game without Devontae Adams was a little rough because Aaron Rodgers didn't even throw for 200 yards and they got ran all over. They were just, A.J. Dillon was just carving them up. But I did like their resiliency. I did like that it was a close game versus a contender. I think they proved a lot to me. They could have won that game. They could have gone down and tied that game. A.J. Green, that was a good pass by Kyler Murray. I don't know what the hell he was thinking when he didn't even look for the ball. It's a third down situation, 14 seconds left. You got to you gotta look for that ball. I don't know what he's thinking, but they proved a lot to me. I actually, the loss looked good to me. I, I liked it. I don't know if I'm as confident, man. I, I do like him as one of my top teams over there in the NFC, but I don't know, man. They, they got a little chink in the armor. J.J. Watts out. Yeah, that Kyler's hurts. Kyler's not a hundred percent totally, just a little bit, a bit of a chink there. But everybody's got those kind of things, so they just got to overcome them. Arizona's at the 49ers. I'm gonna pick them game, man. Arizona's only favored by one and a half at the 49ers Sunday at 4:25. Back in Team Money's neck of the woods. Yeah, gonna be interesting there. I, I mean, I don't think the game's gonna be competitive actually, but I, I like the Cardinals a little more. Now, I still don't trust them as the favorite. But I like him as a contender. But let's move yeah. on to someone who got a huge victory this weekend. The guy on the backside of your screen there, Mike White, man. White Lightning, that guy had an awesome game throwing ah. for over 400 yards in his rookie debut or his first ever start, let's say. He's been in the league before. Um, do the Jets have a quarterback controversy now? Is Zach Wilson out and Mike White playing so well? Like what? <laughs> what's going on? Well, he's played better than Zach Wilson. So, yes, there is yeah. a controversy. And forget about Flacco. He's out. Yeah. Uh, so Flacco's out. This is going to be Mike White's team this week. And if he keeps doing this, definitely a controversy. 405 yards, the first quarterback since Vinny Testaverde to throw for 400 yards. First for the Jets since 2000. He Christmas Eve, 2000, Vinny Testaverde. Throws for 400. No one's done 400 yards yet. The fans are going nuts, man. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 man. It was a freaking awesome win. I'm a little disappointed because it was versus my Bengals, but, man, it was a great game. It looked like they had life in in them for the first time all season. Robert Sala actually 
left the door open for a legitimate con- quarterback controversy. It was on the cover of the New York Post if there yeah. was a controversy. So I think they're in trouble here. If he wins one more game, I think that he's going to be the starting quarterback until Zach Wilson takes over. So I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not, I, I, it's crazy. It's a horrible played, thing for Zach Wilson. I mean, played I played better than Wilson. I mean, I played for sure. For sure. Uh, Jets are at the Colts this week. Colts are favored by 10 and a half. So the Jets are not supposed to win, but Mike White should do well. The Colts are kind of average in terms of how they do against opposing quarterbacks. That's our Thursday night game, man. Tomorrow night, we're shooting Wednesday this week. So tomorrow night is that Jets at the Colts game. So that should be good. Check it out. Let's go back to the NFC South. We talked about New Orleans. Big win. Do you still team money? Have faith in the Bucks after they lose their game. I'm losing confidence. I oh I have been shaky on them all year that they have been beaten up on bad teams had some shaky ones versus the good ones. And that New Orleans defense just tore up Tom Brady. Three turnovers in the game. I, I, he couldn't move the ball at all it seemed like. I mean you lost to Trevor Simeon. I mean that that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing yeah. and he shredded them up himself. He carved up that defense. So <laughs> I, I am losing faith in the Bucs. They are not – I mean, it's Super Bowl or bust for them. And right now it looks more like it's leaning towards bust than it is Super Bowl with how stacked that NFC is. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel the same way. we got to remember last year they beat New Orleans in the playoffs after losing them twice in the regular season. Tampa was 11-5 last year. Two of those five losses were to New Orleans. They got to the playoffs, played New Orleans, beat them 30-20. to So they could do that again. Uh, they've shown they could do it in the past. Tampa is on a bye this week. They'll get the football team when they come back after the bye. Yep, we'll see what they do. They should have lost that playoff game too anyways, but New Orleans seems to have their number. But let's move to one of the favorites here. The Rams acquire Von Miller from the Broncos. Great trade for the Broncos. He was going to walk after this season. He get a second and a third. Might have overpaid a little bit, but my God, that defensive line. Von Miller, Leonard Floyd. Aaron Donald, which with you got Ramsey in the back. I mean, that defense line is stacked. Are the Rams a team to beat after that trade? Oh, man, they look so good. And I like how they go out and just punish people. They went up 38 to nothing, man. They pulled all their players. Yeah. Uh, and everyone, no, no one started in the fourth quarter. No one played the fourth quarter. Now they got Von Miller. I mean, these guys just go for the jugular. I like their intensity. And McVeigh and Stafford have a great relationship. And like you said, that defense is just getting better and better. They can't, I, I texted you when this happened. They're going all in. They're going all in, man. They really want this title. There's still five teams in the hunt for the NFC title. We talked about all five of them last week. You know, the Bucks and Packers were in the finals last year. We got Arizona, Dallas, and the Rams. I don't put the Saints in that group yet, uh, but those five are, are in the hunt. Yeah, I mean, I love what the Rams are doing. I wish more teams did this. Go all in. When you got a great team around you, you only get Super Bowl windows every so often, and they seem to have one right now. With that defense, those weapons, that quarterback, this coach, I love it. And I think they are my Super Bowl favorite right now. The Rams are. You feel them coming. You feel them coming. They they look dangerous. Big game this Sunday night. Going to be a great Sunday night, man. Titans at the Rams. Titans coming out to place the Rams. Rams are favored by eight. 
against the Titans. The over-under is 54. Titans without Derrick Henry, man. Sunday night. Let's see if they can hang with the Rams. Rams got a big line there. What do you think about that line? We'll see. We'll see. I might have some information on it later. All right. Hey, let's go back to the AFC, to the preseason favorite Kansas City Chiefs team money. Are they over the hump yet? What do you think? I don't think so. That did not look like a convincing performance to me. Barely beating the Giants at home. 20 yeah. points scored. I mean, that was an interesting game. Uh, if It just feels like the new thing is to just play too high safety deep and let them dink and dunk because they don't want to dink and dunk and they panic. They, they can't want to, it. they can't take the slow game. It literally, you can see Patrick Mahomes frustration with not yeah. being able to air it out. You can see it real time. He's yeah. looking downfield every time. Those two safeties missing. are so far back. It, it's insane to watch someone not take the easy throw in the NFL. I've never seen anything like it in my life where the running back in tight end are wide open every single play, but they don't take the under route. I mean, it's unbelievable. They're not over the hump. They look scary still. The Giants were running all over and moving the ball. They just couldn't convert. I'm nervous for the Chiefs still. Yeah. The, I mean, all their guys didn't disappear. They still are champions. So yeah, I still have faith in them, but man, they're really struggling. I think they're going to work their way through this. They've yeah. got a tough schedule the rest of the way, starting with this week. Although you know, they had the Packers at the Chiefs. Chiefs favored by eight. Now the line's up to eight with Aaron Rodgers out due to COVID. Sunday afternoon, 425. No Aaron Rodgers for Green Bay. Chiefs yeah. line goes way up to eight. Chiefs probably will get that victory, man, and they need that victory. That's a big one. That's a big one. Hey, let's go to Ross V. Ross, and let's cover – the New Orleans Saints. Jameis Winston, team money out for the season. And the Saints are in the playoff hunt. So yeah. what should they do at quarterback? What do you think? Well, they can do a few things. They, they could have traded at the deadline, but didn't. But you got to pick one. What's your I know. number they one? Have, they have Trevor Simeon. Yeah. They have Taysom Hill. Yeah. Let me just start by saying I refuse to start a tight end at quarterback. So <laughs> Taysom Hill does not deserve to start for an NFL franchise. I'm sorry that I don't want my fullback starting at tight end. At my quarterback. What's he going to do? Rush the ball? Like, awesome. He's going to miss wide open receivers. Excuse me. Wait, wait, wait. They were three and one when he started last year. Yeah, congratulations. They got their butt kicked after that. Let's start with this. I think that they should go pick up someone, and that someone is Philip Rivers. He's right down the road. He doesn't have to go far. He's experienced in the NFL. He's moved teams before. He can pick up a system quickly. He's a coach now, so he's got that mentality. He's a veteran. He can bring in a playoff presence. They made the playoffs with him last year with the Colts. I like going and getting Philip Rivers. That's what I would prefer. Uh, but I don't see him doing that. Sean Payton thinks he's some sort of genius, and he's going to start uh, freaking tight end at H-back wide receiver <laughs> slash special teams expert at quarterback. It doesn't well, make sense right. to me. They asked, Sean Payton, you know, that's Sean Payton what he thought, and he said, you know, we're satisfied with our quarterback room. So he yeah. thinks someone's coming out of that quarterback room. But I like your Philip Rivers idea, and they – you know, they asked Philip Rivers about it, and he said he would listen to the Saints. They yeah. asked him about it. He's, he's a coach of a high school team. They yeah. just ended their season, and they said, hey, would you come play? And he said, yeah, he'll come yeah. play. And he's right down the road. He's in the bayou. Like, he's right down there. He's well, drivable. 
I like Philip Rivers, my number two choice. Taysom Mills, my number three. I'm giving my number one choice is Drew Brees, my man, 42 oh. year old. <laughs> Drew Brees, man, last year, torn rotator cuff, torn fascia, collapsed lung, 11 broken ribs. All of that's behind him, man. The guy has a chance to come back here. He said it really hurt him, you know, to go out the way he did. He's such a competitor, and now he's healthy. So I would like to see Drew Brees come Ooh, back. That is it would be freaking awesome. I love that, G. He gets half the season to rest. That defense is elite, maybe the best in the NFL right now. If you could put Drew Brees on that team, man, oh, man. Well, I'm glad you came around to my side on Ross v. Ross. That's a I'll, big I'll, win for me. I'll you give know. you this win this week. That I might be the first time. It. Yeah, I'll give you this one. That was big. I, 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 I love it. Okay. Yeah. He, he just looks like he's bored or just dying to get out of the field yeah. on that, on that. I'm sure uh, he's what in great shape still. He's Sunday night football is a Sunday yeah. night football. He's doing and he does college football for uh, on Saturdays as well. That's gotta be killing him, man. He's yeah, he, got to get that competitive juice. Remember him in the, in the huddle. Remember I did that chant for you. The one oh uh, podcast. Gosh. That yeah. was awesome, man. Hilarious. Uh, you know, he misses that buzz. That's what oh, that was yeah. him, man. He, he doesn't have that. I would love to see him come back. Hey, New Orleans is five and two. They've won three, three in a row. They just beat Tampa. They're co-leader in the NFC South. Atlanta visits the Superdome in New Orleans at 1 p.m. Sunday. Saints favored by six against Atlanta. Hey, let's go to our picks of the week. All right. G-Mac, continue to come through for you, man. 14 and four for the season. Woo! Up in that 60 percentile range. Uh, you know, where are these guys? Where uh, someone is someone going to call me? I, I have my cell phone right here. Is someone going to call me on, <laughs> you know, NFL Today or CBS Sports or someone going to call me about, you know, getting on their show? I mean, oh hey, let's gosh. go to the lock pick of the week. Lock pick of the week. Uh, I'm going to go first here on lock pick. Let's go to Denver at Dallas AT and T Stadium. Dallas favored by ten at home Sunday at one o'clock. I got Dallas to cover in this ball game. You just talked about how great they were, and I'm agreeing with you. Plus, hey, the Dallas Cowboys are the only team in the NFL that's 7-0 against the spread, okay? Ooh. The home team is 4-1 against the spread in the last five meetings between Denver and Dallas. The Broncos are 1-4 against the spread in their last five games, and they've covered the spread in just one of the last five games against teams with a winning record. So for all those reasons, Plus the ones you mentioned earlier, grab the Cowboys at minus 10 before it goes to 10 and a half. Okay. It was nine and a half a couple of days ago. Now it's 10. Get it now before it ticks up. I like it. We'll see. We'll see. Unless Dak doesn't play, that's scary. But I'm going to go with the Rams minus seven and a half. And that might be up to eight now versus the Titans. All right. I don't know how they're not more favorites here. I know the Titans are solid, but Derrick Henry is that offense, and the second best player on that offense is also Derrick Henry. So I don't know how the hell they're only seven and a half, eight point favorites here. They lost the best running back in the league. Their main priority on offense is Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill is a great play action passer, he's a great secondary option on your team. I don't like him as just the sole driver of my offense. This Rams defense just loaded up on Von Miller. I'm just going to put Jalen Ramsey on AJ Brown and Julio Jones isn't open. They're not going to what Adrian Peterson. I'm really worried about 38 year old Adrian Peterson. 
I'm sorry. This is going to be a slaughter. <laughs> so you don't think they can plug that Derrick Henry gap, huh? No. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's go to our dog lock, man. I like your pick. I like your pick. Let's go to the dog lock. You go first. Who you got for dog lock? Well, I originally got this before the line moved at Cardinals plus one. So I'm taking the Cardinals who were underdogs ah. originally at the 49ers. Uh, it, it, I would take the point. You can bet the money line. I know the dog lock for us means an underdog that can win on the money line as well, but you can bet the spread. I'll take the Cardinals as underdog versus the Niners. The Niners have not looked impressive. Congratulations on beating Justin Fields in Chicago. I don't know. That's not a great win for me. They've not looked good versus good teams and surprisingly not good at home. So, uh, I'm not going to take Jimmy G's best game in three years and overreact to it. Hey, we don't uh, talk before this, and I picked the same pick. I got my dog lock. I've got five straight dog locks. G-Man, win the game outright. Five weeks in a row. Our dog lock has – my dog lock has won the game outright. This week, T-Money and I picked the same one, and this is going to tell the story. Do I ride with T-Money next time? Because this could be six straight dog locks with a victory if Arizona mm. wins this game. I got one and a half at Caesars tonight. We're going in one and a half. Arizona plus one and a half at the 49ers at Levi Stadium Sunday at 425. I'm with you on that, man. We're, we're riding together on the Cardinals at the 49ers. Uh, sorry, right. sorry. Uh, sorry. We're, you're going 49ers. No, I'm going Cardinals, baby. You're going Cardinals. Yeah, okay. Arizona's favored? No, the 49ers are favored. Are you sure about that? Yes. We'll just call it okay. move on, G. Let's call Come it on. move on. Let's call it move on. Uh, okay. Uh, but um, I was leaning toward the 49ers in that one. I thought they were getting the points. So maybe we picked a different team there. Hey, uh, let's move on to the Woundwise Trivia of the Week. <laughs> Sponsored by Woundwise IQ. It's a patented mobile imaging and analytics software app that's used by leading physicians and nurses caring for people with chronic wounds. Just download the app from the App Store. You're ready to go. Learn more at woundwiseiq.com. All right, T-Money, we mentioned earlier, you know, we had the college football playoff rankings announced this week. So let's talk about that and tell me now. I want to get your answer based on history. Six years now of the college football playoff, what's the percent chance that the top four teams end up in the playoffs at the end of the year, those four teams? You got to guess uh, it within 10 zero. percentage points. Zero. Is zero your guess? Yes. It's a lot higher than that. 67%. <laughs> wow. I didn't Overall, realize. I guess 16. I'm thinking the same exact rake ranking, but wow. that's No, crazy. not the same, no. So you got six years, four teams, that's 24. So 16 of the 24 made it actually into the finals. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought you were saying the first ranking that comes out, those four yeah. are the same four that make it into the finals. Yeah, four. right. So of those exactly. 24. Exactly. Yeah, of those 24 initial that came out over six years, four per year times six years, of those 24 – that initially got ranked in the top four, 16 of them made it into the playoffs. Well, obviously, I wouldn't say 0% then. Well, I hey, thought man. You meant, did they get it exactly right? No, I did not say that. I said, did those four get in? Yeah, the exact four. Uh, no, I did not say that. But hey, man, it's 67%. But hey, going to your point, last year was the only year out of all of them 
that all four of them made it in. The four that they picked, all four made it in. They were in the top four slots every week throughout the year. They just varied in the order, but all four of them made it in. Yeah, well, this committee's a joke. This ranking is a joke. The show is a joke. Let's it's get controlled to your by point. ESPN. It's all about making money. It's clearly a sham. They have multiple ways of screwing over whichever team they want to decide to screw over. This instance, obviously Cincinnati. And they have other ways of propping up teams that they want to make look good, like uh, Alabama, who's best win is Mississippi state who has three losses and they make them the 17th best team in the country. I don't understand how that they can get away with stuff like this. It's, it's a joke. It's a complete joke. Well, we got the sec in the top two spots. So they're going to get one of those two in. And, you know, there is a scenario where the big 10 gets two teams in. You got Michigan state sitting there at three, Ohio state at five, Michigan at seven. And a couple of those teams could go, either undefeated or one loss, and potentially two Big Ten teams get in. Yeah, well, I don't really care if the Big Ten gets two teams in or not. Congratulations. (laughs) Um, My only concern is Ohio State and Oregon losing again. That's what I want. Ohio State and Oregon to lose again. Oklahoma to lose. I want Cincinnati to get their way in. Just put a stick of dynamite in this whole thing. It's going to expand to 12. I think this ranking especially – has exposed the committee to how fraudulent it is. And let me say this one thing, just to convince this, just a a, a suggestion. There needs to be more data points in this. I can't have one person determine, one out of 13 people determining whether or not someone gets ranked at a certain spot. We need to have computers involved. We need to have the media involved and the committee. It should be a combination of three separate polls, uh, aggregated into one. There used to be more data points on here. I, hey, speaking, I heard it. Go ahead. Hey, speaking of the your UC team, you got a UC podcast you're doing, man. Tell the fans about your yeah. UC podcast. If you want to hear more about us, rant about how horrible these people are at ranking the committee and a little more on the Cincinnati Bearcats run to try to break the playoff code. And check us out. Cincinnati podcasts on YouTube and Spotify. Yeah, nice, man. Hey, hey, we hope you love the show. You know that we love you. And if you love us, press the like and subscribe. Look for us on all the platforms at Father, Son, and Holy Sport. Thank you to Woonwise IQ for sponsoring our Trivia of the Week. If you're interested in being a sponsor or guest on the show, let us know. Next week, we get you ready for Week 10 of the NFL season. We're in full gear here, man. Let's go. Team Money, Thursday night matchup, Lucas Oil Stadium. Indy and the Jets and my man Mike White coming to town. Oh, yeah, gonna be a good one, man. Hey, upset alert, watch out. These Jets are hot, and I like white lightning. Let's have a good one Thursday, G. Hey, J-E-T-S. Jets, 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 Jets. Jets. Woo! Peace. <laughs>